Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's Day 36, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone, it's day 36, the start of week number 8. And more importantly, Dave... Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now, it's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Yeah, it's recap day. Jingle, please! What have we heard the Bible say? Let's remember, it's recap day. Yes, it is, Marvin, and that means we have seven weeks of stories to squeeze into 60 seconds. Are you ready? Does a cow poop on the grass? I'll take that as a yes. Okay, well, here we go, Marvin. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so we started with creation and then the fall when it went wrong. Yep, and sin got worse. Cain killed Abel, then we had Noah and his ark and the rainbow. Yeah, then God called Abraham and he made covenants with him and and gave him circumcision, the sign of the covenant. Yeah, Abraham had Isaac, almost sacrificed him, didn't, and then when he grew up, find him a wife, Rebecca. Yeah, Rebecca had twins, Esau and Jacob, and when they grew up, Jacob took Esau's birthright and blessing. So he had to run away and he spent 14 years working to get two wives, Leah and Rachel. And he got rich and then he went back home. He had lots of sons, but one of them, Joseph, annoyed his brother so they sold him. Yeah, carted off to Egypt, then put in prison, but then he told the Pharaoh what his dream meant, so Pharaoh put him in charge. Then his brothers came to buy food, and Joseph messed with them a little before bringing the whole family down to Egypt to live with him. Yep, so over the next 400 years, the family got really big, but the Egyptians made them slaves and treated them badly. Yeah, they were going to kill the baby boys, but God rescued Moses, and he grew up. Yeah, then he killed the Egyptian, and he had to run away. And then he spent 40 years in the desert looking after sheep. Yeah, but then God appeared to him in a burning bush and sent him to Pharaoh to tell him to let his people go. Yo, we did it again, Dave. Good work, Marvin. Although we didn't quite say everything that happened last week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess we didn't mention the whole sticks turning into snakes and the the blood turning into water stuff, huh? No, but that's okay. We'll definitely get that in next week. But yes, that's where we've got to. God turned all the water in the Nile to blood. But then Pharaoh's magicians could do the same stuff, and so Pharaoh won't listen. He won't let the Israelites go. Yeah, not listening to God doesn't seem like a great plan. No, it definitely isn't. So, let's see what happens next. Okay, great. So, uh, who's reading today? Well, today it's the other jingle guy again. Oh, Josh. That's right. Hi, Josh. Hello again. Today's reading is from Exodus chapter 8, verses 1 to 19. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh. Tell him, The Lord says, Let my people go. Then... They will be able to worship me. If you refuse to let them go, I will send a plague of frogs on your whole country. The Nile River will be full of frogs. They will come up into your palace. You will have frogs in your bedroom and on your bed. They will be in the homes of your officials and your people. They will be in your ovens and in your bowls for kneading your bread. The frogs will be on you your people, and all your officials. Then the Lord spoke to Moses. He said, Tell Aaron, reach out your hand. Hold your walking stick over the streams, canals, and ponds. Make frogs come up on the land of Egypt. So Aaron reached out his hand over the waters of Egypt. The frogs came up and covered the land. 
But the magicians did the same things by doing their magic tricks. They also made frogs come up on the land of Egypt. Pharaoh sent for Moses and Aaron. He said to them, Pray to the Lord to take the frogs away from me and my people. Then I'll let your people go to offer sacrifices to the Lord. Moses said to Pharaoh, You can have the honor of setting the time for me to pray. I will pray for you, your officials and your people. I'll pray that the frogs will leave you and your homes. The only frogs left will be the ones in the Nile River. Tomorrow, Pharaoh said. Moses replied, It will happen just as you say. Then you will know that there is no one like the Lord our God. The frogs will leave you and your houses. They will leave your officials and your people. The frogs will remain only in the Nile River. Moses and Aaron left Pharaoh. Then Moses cried out to the Lord about the frogs he had brought on Pharaoh. And the Lord did what Moses asked. The frogs died in the houses, courtyards and fields. The Egyptians piled them up. The land smelled very bad because of them. But when Pharaoh saw that the frogs were dead, he became stubborn. He wouldn't listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said. Then the Lord spoke to Moses. He said, Tell Aaron, reach out your walking stick. Strike the dust on the ground with it. Then, all over the land of Egypt, the dust will turn into gnats. So they did it. Aaron reached out the stick that was in his hand. He struck the dust on the ground with it. The dust all over the land of Egypt turned into gnats. They landed on people and animals alike. The magicians tried to produce gnats by doing their magic tricks, but they couldn't. The gnats stayed on people and animals everywhere. So the magicians said to Pharaoh, God's powerful finger has done this. But Pharaoh remained stubborn. He wouldn't listen, just as the Lord had said. Thanks, Josh. Aha! Uh-huh. So, those magicians could do the frog thing, but they couldn't do the gnats, huh? That's right. And you can see they now suddenly realize that the God of Moses is much more powerful than they are. Yeah, but Pharaoh still won't let them go, huh? No, he was stubborn. He was used to being the boss. He was the king. He told other people what to do. He was not happy letting Moses or God or anyone else tell him to do something if he did not want to do it. And you know, it's easy to say, silly old Pharaoh, but we can all be a bit like him. Mm, How do you mean, Dave? I mean, if my house was full of frogs, I feel like I'd do whatever God said. Well, yes, maybe, but we all like to be kings of our own lives. Huh? Well, often... We just live for ourselves. We want to be in charge. We want to have nice things for ourselves. We want to control where we go and what we do. We want to have a nice life and we want to be in control of it. Mm, Yeah, yeah, I guess we do. But if we believe in Jesus and we want to follow him, then we have to give that up. We have to say, Jesus, you're the boss of my life. The things I want, those are not as important as what you want. Where I might want to go, that's not as important as where you want me to go. What I might want to do is not as important as what you want me to do, and what I spend my money on is not as important as what you want me to do with my money. Jesus needs to be king, not us. Yeah, yeah, I guess sometimes we can be like little pharaohs. Definitely. And so, boys and girls, if we're Christians, followers of Jesus, we need to make him king, the boss of our lives. 
Can you think of any times when that might be hard, when we might want to do one thing, even when we know God wants us to do something else? Oh, yeah, I can, Dave. So yesterday, Hector and I both got ice creams, and we were eating them, and a seagull swooped down, and it ate Hector's ice cream right off the cone. (laughs) It was hilarious. Oh, I see. Was Hector upset? Oh, well, yeah, he cried a bit. I was laughing at him really hard. It was so funny, Dave. But, you know, then I thought, I think God would want me to share my ice cream with Hector. Oh, I I really didn't want to, Dave. He is so annoying. But I did it, Dave, because, well, I I knew that's what God would want me to do. That's awesome, Marvin. So in that situation, you made Jesus king. You put him in charge. And that's what we need to do all the time. It's just sometimes it's hard and sometimes we'll be stubborn like Pharaoh and just go ahead and do what we want to do. Yeah, yeah, I can think of a few times I've done that too. Yep, me too, Marvin, for sure. So, boys and girls... Is Jesus your king, the boss of your life? And what do you think he wants you to do today, tomorrow, this week? Okay, well, Marvin, that will have to do us for today. You have a good afternoon, and we will see everyone again tomorrow. Okay, yeah, sure. Bye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave Josh.